Hey, welcome to today's episode, and I am once again joined by our producer, Bo Snyder, and we are doing something really cool this month. We're calling it Movie Month. So we're basically going to be breaking down different movies, uh, sagas, franchises, and, and different uh, areas of movies, categories from different studios, and we're going to be pulling out the truth that you can find in these stories. And so I'm really excited about it. Hope you are too. My name's Luke Clayton, and this is Connection Culture. Well, this is – I'm excited about this uh, month of episodes yeah, too, this here. Is gonna be good. This is going to be pretty great. So we're calling this month Movie Month. We're basically going to review uh, – well, we'll get into what it's all about specifically. I guess you'll kind of figure it out as we go. But I thought it was appropriate because this month we've got a lot of uh, big – People are kind of starting to go back to the movies, and yeah. you know, a lot of the big movies that got pushed from last year are now coming out. I think Black Widow comes out soon. The Fast and Furious uh, Nine is coming out soon, and uh, yeah, so so it's uh, and I think we've. Uh, at the time of release, at this point, we've already had like a Quiet Place too, and so there's a lot of these movies are, are getting back out there. Things were on hold for a while, yeah, but it's, co- whole, it's coming back for a whole year. So, uh, which is great to see. Uh, in my opinion, I do love the movies in and of themselves, like actually going physically to a theater, you know, experiencing it in that way. I'm still a fan of that. We were actually just talking about Disney Plus a second ago. Mm-hmm. I love all those kinds of things, but going to the theater, I'll pay the extra money. Exactly. I mean, I'm very selective. I just don't want to see everything. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, this is going to be an experience. So Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you know, like uh, uh, HBO Max did that thing where, like, they're releasing them in the theater. They announced everything in 2021 that was going to be in the theater was going to be on HBO Max the same day. And the only benefit I found of that is, like, there's, there are movies. Basically, it's all Warner Brother movies. Right. So there are Warner Brother movies. It's like, well, yeah, I don't, I really don't care to see it. And I definitely <laughs> wouldn't go to, like, uh, uh, Godzilla vs. Kong. I was like. I'm not going to go see that. Yeah. But I did watch it on HBO Max sure, and sure. fell asleep, you know, so there you go. it was perfect for that. I'm not going to leave uh, my house and pay 20 bucks. To exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So anyways, uh, but what we're going to be doing this month is not necessarily reviewing, like we're not reviewing necessarily new movies. Um, we're going to kind of be a little bit retroactive, nostalgic, whatever you want to call it. We're going to be looking back. We'll review some newer movies, uh, but... For the most part, we're going to just be looking at um, some of the classics in different categories. Uh, and we're not going to give a, a distinct review, as in, this is why the cinematography is so good. I mean, you, we might have some favorite moments that we, we mentioned. We might nerd out for a minute. But, but by and large, it's and it's also not about, well, this is how many cuss words are in it, and this is all the violent moments and all the moments you need to turn it off. Because, honestly, we're not even going to be reviewing stuff super intense. You know, for example, this week we're talking about Pixar. So uh, it doesn't, doesn't get crazy out of control there. Uh, and so that's kind of our approach. What we want to help the, the if you're watching or listening, what, what we want to help you see is more of the subliminal messaging that exists in all stories. And some of that subliminal messaging is, is intentional and it can be potentially negative. But there's some of it it might not be so intentional, and it also might actually, in a roundabout way, be somewhat positive. Sure. And, um, you know, this is something that uh, you and I have talked about before, and I'll actually let you take it from here. Uh, I do – you and I both share this. We hate it when people are just claim that everything that comes out of Hollywood is bad. 
Yes, we, we've heard that several times, probably a hundred times from different people. And of course, I, I get that. We talked about, um, you know, Hollywood, all these big production companies, they, you know, whether it's Disney or whoever, do they have their own agenda? Sure. Sure they do. They have the way they believe, the way they want to, you know, portray the world or whatever, and we get all that. But at the same time, you got to think of it this way, and what you can, you know, think whatever percentage you want. They also produce a lot of good. Yeah. They really, really do. I mean, you know, and we'll, we'll get into this a little bit later, but I mean, yes, Hollywood produces some things that we probably don't really care for, not not the way we think, not the way we believe, not we want our kids to see. But at the same time, they've been producing movies for a long time that stick to the the traditional mom and dad family. You know, we, movies are meant to lift people up. Hey, let's watch a movie because you know, nobody watches a movie. Hopefully, they cry at the end. Well, maybe you do once in a great while, but most of the time, Hollywood or these big production companies they give you what you want. You want these two people to fall in love. You want this team to win the championship. You want this superhero to save the world, win the match, whatever it is. So it's there's so much good that is there that can uplift, you know, be good entertainment for kids. But also, of course, you got to filter it. I understand that, but let's actually take a look at what's good and say, we're going to use this. Yes, so. yes. And, and at the heart of all movies is story. Sure. And story is just good for the soul. Uh, and it is our civilization. We really thrive on story. And video and film has become the most effective way to tell stories that I have that, that I've seen. And, and, you know, technology will advance. Maybe something different will come along that's, that's more effective, that's better. But, uh, I mean, in the past century or so that we've had this medium of video, there has been no better way to tell an amazing story. Oh, no. No, for sure. You're and, absolutely right. And total side note, you know, we, we it's no secret that uh, you and I, hey, we love to actually produce and create this content yes, we as do. well. So yes, we, we get a lot of inspiration from watching it. Uh, so let's let's dive in. Let's start talking about Pixar. Now, here's something I didn't realize until right before we started recording. Okay. As of right now, uh, well, we'll actually go by time of release because the Luca is the newest one that has just come out in June. Okay. So as of that that film released June of this year, there have been 24 Pixar movies. That's hard for me to believe. It, it is. That, wow. Yeah. Because I remember the very first Pixar movie is, of course, Toy Story. Of course. And I was four years old. My dad took me to see it in the movie theater. First time I ever went to the theater. And <laughs> I'm not kidding. I remember it to this day. Really? I remember the, just even as a four-year-old boy, maybe a lot of that could be because it was my first theatrical experience or whatever. Yeah. But, you know, the, the animation, just to think that they could do animation like this when they literally had all they had was Windows 95. Uh, yeah, that's pretty incredible. It is. It uh, is. And so, and of course, there's that awesome connection there with Steve Jobs and, and that, you know, he was kind of, a lot of people don't really remember that, but Steve Jobs is kind of what made Pixar uh, kind of got it started, got it rolling. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. it was more or less producing little short films, and he said, no, let's make a feature, got Disney to partner with him. And um, so, you know, if you actually pay attention to the credits, Steve Jobs is the executive producer of that's Toy right. Story. That's right. That is. That's true. Uh, and so just just another way, you know, Steve Jobs, super innovative mind, you know, obviously the mind behind Apple, the iPhone, and even Pixar and right. what it is now. It's pretty it's pretty awesome. So uh, now, again, we don't have time to jump into all this, but the Toy Story franchise, I will say, over 
overall. There's four of them at this point. I was going to say, there's four or five now. There's four. There's four. You know, okay. I've heard I, I think, are they done? I think it's over. You know, I've heard rumors of a fifth one. I think the next one that is confirmed that's, if you will, in the Toy Story universe is like this standalone movie about Buzz Lightyear. I was just going to ask about that. That's why you said because I was like, they never did a standalone with Buzz. Of course, nowadays, you know, whether it's Star Wars or whatever, Marvel, it seems like everyone's breaking out into a standalone like yeah. oh let's show where this character came from and yeah. i guess they haven't really done that with buzz yeah, so, i mean they could so yeah now the, now the more common thing is to create you know a cinematic universe rather than a saga you know yes. a saga is kind of these you know continuing sequels and whatever like fast and furious star wars they're Best just saga uh, out there <laughs> fast and furious or star wars oh Fast and Furious. Okay, we disagree. So, uh, <laughs> but uh, but those are those are sequential, and you know Star Wars even calls them episodes. Yeah. Whereas with a, a universe like a Marvel, well, it, you've got Thor over here, you've got Captain America, Iron Man. Um, may, may both those last two may they rest? They're no longer in the universe. Ooh, that, that hurts. That uh, hurts. But they bring them, and then they bring them together in the Avengers. And so, uh, and yes, that is coming later. We're going to get to Marvel later. <laughs> uh, so, um, but. Uh, yeah, so getting back to Toy Story, though, yeah, the, the light year, that's kind of the next one. I don't, not really sure what that's going to be all about. But the Toy Story franchise overall, you know, it's the original, and I, just the idea behind it is super creative. You know, toys come to life when you're not around, and right. every kid out there that's seen Toy Story, Toy Story wonders, wait, are my are my dolls talking to each other right now while I'm not at home? You know, right, back when kids actually had awesome toys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah really. That's, <laughs> that's a, so true. a sad, sad conversation uh, there. But but. Uh, but yeah, so Toy Story. I I really love. Um, you know, obviously the creativity behind it, and you know, just a lot of good. I think there's a lot of good values. You know, th- scattered throughout these movies. You know, I don't see. I I don't see any. And obviously, we didn't have the time to go back and rewatch all of these movies. You know, so that they're fresh on our minds. But yeah. you know, I saw. Toy Story four a few months ago, and you know, just and it's just got that classic Pixar of man. There's a great, there's always a great meaning. There's always some type of great, you know, underlying theme, if you will, you know, about you see this this camaraderie of these these toys, you know, as the characters, and right. and then you do like going back to what you're saying about toys, and and you know, kind of made a made a jab at, at toys, but nowadays we do. We live in a society where. Kids are playing video games. You know, their favorite mm-hmm. toy is their iPad or their iPhone. And to see just, you know, in the early days, of course, it's Andy, you know, the owner of the toys. And then yep. it transitions to Bonnie. She's the Toy Story 3 and 4. They, yep. He kind of gives her toys away to her. Yeah. You know, I not, not, not to cut you off there. No, I, I wonder, I guess I haven't really thought about this until I just said it. I wonder if kids, okay, obviously me and you, we're, we're 90s kids. You know, there's whole, you know, we are. That's, that's cool. Um I wonder if kids nowadays, I wonder if Toy Story is as good to them as it is to us. Hmm. Because, like I said, we did have physical toys. We did have things that we, you know, like I had G.I. Joe's and all these things that you physically played with. I mean, I'm not saying kids don't have those, but like, okay, this is going to sound really funny and cheesy. I mean, I remember playing with my G.I. Joe's till I was like 10 years old, Hmm. you know? And, like, that's why Toy Story was cool. It's like, oh, like, I don't have a buzz, but I've kind of got something like that. Yeah. But now, and, of course, you know, Toy Story is a – this one, is, the original one is a little bit older, but the quality is still amazingly oh, good. Yeah. Dude, that's, like, 26 years old. Yeah. It's still good. That's, like, still yeah. really good. But I wonder if kids just kind of, like, look at it. It's kind of a, you know, deep thought. But look at it in the same way or, like, 
I don't really have toys. I don't really. Yeah, if they're you know, connecting. it's kind of a funny thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I guess. And I would say, there, you know, the the younger a child is, the more they connect to that. You know, I yeah. mean, I think of my own daughter. She's almost uh, actually at the time of release of this episode, she will be four. That is wow. That is, that's yeah. crazy. In yeah, and of that itself. is that is true. But you know, she is in the age where she she loves playing with toys and okay. whatever. So, but yes, the older a kid gets. You know, and they start to get into iPads and iPhones, and they download the games, the apps, right? And that does become their favorite toys. So it is, it is really cool to see in Toy Story how, man, these these kids. Because I love this the sequences they do, the scenes where you're seeing the like it happens in um, what is it? Uh, it happens in like the very first. You know, you, you're you're seeing Andy like play with his toys. Oh, okay, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. He's flying and, him around. Yeah, and, yeah. Yep, yep. And um, you know, and then there's a couple. I don't think this happens in the actual movies, but they do have a bunch of little spinoff like short films on Disney Plus. Okay, uh, they have a couple where they're showing like the kind of like they're taking it one step further and they're really dramatizing you know using those toys what the child is imagining uh, uh, and it is it's just what I, I, what i'm getting okay. at is i think it's really cool to say hey look yes it's creativity and imagination in children yeah. it's it is core Sure. It's core to what they, who they are, and who they're going to become. Yeah. Uh, and and to see, to see children that are you know Andy and Bonnie and these kids to be so just get so much enjoyment and so much so much happiness out of playing with toys yeah. and not sitting in front of a screen mm-hmm. and whatever. I I do think that is pretty refreshing. And again, I don't know if that's what. Pixar and Disney are trying to do. I don't know. Because they're clearly putting a lot of digital media. I mean, it's ironic. Toy Story gets watched on a screen about (laughs) how you should play with your toys. That is funny. But it's, okay, take take this approach. I don't know how many times as a kid I would see something in a movie and I'd want to go, Build it like mm. oh this this little gang had a tree for I want to build a tree yeah, for or yeah. this you know okay like even even in a scene in uh, in Toy Story like he's I think he like made a fake bank out of a box yep and he's just yep. like he's robbing it you I know did that as a kid did, yeah Straight like, up. things like that it's like you don't really think about it too much as a kid but as you get older it's like there's so much like. Things for the kid's mind in these things. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's super cool. It really yeah. is. So, yeah, anyways, Toy Story, we probably should move on to talking yep. about a few other. The And, again, we're trying to more touch on the on these ones that have sequels, just more of the franchise than diving into individual movies. Uh, I think the next one, in terms of chronologically, that was released was there was A Bug's Life. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I like A Bug's Life. I think, again, just that Pixar creativity. It did get a lot of flack, though, because of the animation uh, it just didn't seem as because you know it, it clearly looked animated and fake because it's ants and bugs oh, and whatever. Man, yes. But I, I still think it's an incredibly original uh, story. I think it's really good. I mean, I've I've gone back at this point and watched a lot of these with my daughter, and she mm-hmm. she likes them all. So we'll, we won't spend too much time there. And then of course there's Toy Story two. So we kind of already done that. Then there's Monsters Inc. Love Monsters I Inc. love Monsters And Monsters Inc. University, which was I'm the a, prequel. I'm a, I'm a great or a big fan of a yeah, Monsters. Yeah, yeah. Now, now, again, just the create the, the man. These these Pixar people are clearly brilliant geniuses. I mean, just coming saying, you know, the idea of uh, I, I just love how hey, let's take a fear that kids have and let's make it 
let's let's give them a reason not to be afraid anymore. You right. know, I mean, really, that's mm-hmm. what they're doing. Sure. I mean, they've they're making. And I guess, I guess maybe Sesame Street did this originally. You know, with the yeah, the, the monsters yeah, and whatever. I guess. But they're they're taking it a step further and saying, you know, people are afraid that monsters come out of their closet at night. Mm-hmm. That's what kids are afraid of. Right. And they say, oh no, look, they're they're all friendly, and this this is just a job. And then at the end, everything even changes to where they're they're making them laugh, and oh, they're right. you know, right, right. And, that's a very heartwarming ending, by the yes. way. It's just like, oh, that's yeah, so great. It really is. And, um, uh, and of course, Boo. Boo is is an amazing little cute little animated child. Yeah. You know, you know what's funny is this is a really small thing I just thought of, but at the very end when he walks into her room and he's like looking for her, when when he's uh, she says Kitty, it's so weird because you can tell in her voice she's older now, mm-hmm. and she it, it's just like yep. this really really weird very like subtle, but yeah, it's there. It's just one word. It's like she's like. It's just kind of funny. Yeah. I know it's just kind of strange. Yeah. But it's a really great moment. Um, I was, was going to say something else about – oh, I know what I was going to say. Whether – no matter what movie it is, and we've talked about this before too, but I think even kids or anyone, everyone identifies with this. In every single movie, there's characters that you go, yep, that's me or that's you. Yeah. Or oh, it's yeah, kind of like, like Mike Wazowski and mm-hmm. you know, whatever. It's like, oh, that's that person or it's kind of yeah. like everyone has someone like, oh, dude, that's totally my friend Joe or whatever. You know. I, I, I love figuring out characters like, okay, even though we don't really like that character, it totally fits in. They feed yeah. off each other, and I, I get a kick out of it. I love when kids, like, mimic people. Like, Boo actually does. Mike Wazowski. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's just kind of I love when kids do that. It's pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. So so who do you, who do you identify with there in, in Monsters, Inc.? Who's your who's your that's my guy? Well, that's, that's I was, was going to say Sully because, you know, Sully, he's like – Yeah. He's like – you know, he tries to be all big and tough. He's like – which a lot of guys are. I mean, they're just – He's just a soft guy, and it's just kind of yeah. like, you know, hey, Mike, just come in. We're, we're, you know, like, yeah. Mike freaks out about everything. It's like, no, it's going to be okay, you know. I, I was going to say the same thing. I feel like I, I identify there because it's like, yeah, I'm a, I am a, I'm a physically big guy. You I'm are. like six yeah. foot five. Right. And, uh, but at the end, it's like I'm, I'm, I'm really too nice sometimes. Yeah, you, know? you are. Uh, and so, you can get tough, though. <laughs> You yeah, get yeah. Tougher your I can, I can, you know, turn to the camera and rawr, you know, like right, you right, right. But, uh, but anyway, so yeah, monster, the monsters movies are both great, and then Monsters University is good too. Uh, you know, not as you know, I've seen that as many times. Yeah, it's good. I've seen it. A, a, I think I, I again, I've rewatched a lot of these with Brooklyn over the past few, uh, past couple years, and so yeah. But anyways, they're both just a, just a, a very, if nothing else, a, a clever uh, concept. And I again, what I like is that hey, we're gonna take this thing that's scary to kids mm-hmm. and we're gonna make it hey here's a reason not to be afraid they're just fun they're having a good time you know super random before we go on i forgot to mention this about the toy story do you know in toy story 3 they almost lost the entire project no way yeah true story in toy story 3 toy story it's hard to say (laughs) toy story 3 Wherever they're, I mean, I don't know if it's Florida or wherever they're working on it. Something crashed and they lost. Oh, all, so like they almost lost the, the, the file. The, the actual, like what they were working, like all of their actual files. Wow. And there was one person that was, it was I think it was a mom who was on maternity leave or something. She was working from home, and they called her and said, "Do you have all these files at home?" She's like. Yeah, I got all of them, and she saved the entire project. I kid you not. Look wow. it up. Totally Man, true story. I well, I had heard, and I heard this happened with Toy Story Two. Completely kind of different. Uh, they almost lost the project, but a different way. Okay, that was the. They basically presented the rough cut to the producers, and they hated it. Really? And I mean, they were within months of release. Wow. Like, like it was. 
and they had to. I mean, I've heard. I don't know if it was maybe it was a, it was one of the Pixar movies. Okay. I want to say it was Toy Story two. Okay, but they hated it. They said, "Nope, this is awful." No way. And they made them completely like they couldn't they couldn't use hardly any of what they'd already made. Okay, and, I mean, I've heard all these stories like people just were literally just working twenty four seven, like they were sleeping in their offices. Wow. To to because they had to basically do because to make these animated movies, you're talking three to four years. Of, of production, crazy. it's it's insane, it's crazy. I um, mean, they're 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 working on movies right now. We won't hear about for two years. Exactly, it's just the way it is. And so they they basically have to do all this work in in about six months. I think it was. So yeah, I guess Toy Story has had its if, woes. This is this is off topic a little bit, but this happens. If you think every movie has all the money they want, all the time they want, everything goes smooth, it's actually not true. No. I mean, there's there's movies like Tom Cruise Impossible series mm-hmm. where it's like they ran out of time, they get one chance to shoot this scene, and of course, because it, it's Tom Cruise, it comes out perfectly, yeah. you know. And it's just kind of like, oh, we didn't have any more money. To, it's like. I get a kick out of that. It's a whole other production, uh, yeah. you know, thing there. But anyway, well, uh, so yeah, so all that to say, they're, they've definitely had their struggle. So moving on, uh, the next one is again. We're just going by the the timeline is Finding Nemo, and of course, there's Finding Dory, the sequel later. I like again Finding Nemo. Uh, a lot of I love the father son relationship there. Sure, um, sure. You've got this. Uh, you know, for for obvious reasons, overprotective father. You know, because of all the the trauma they've been through there with their. I, I think a lot of people can identify with that. Yep. It's like my yeah. dad didn't let me do anything. Yeah, you know? I, <laughs> I, I like Marley. He's a good guy. I thought of my mom. I love yeah. my mom, but yeah, that's who I thought of. Sure, you know, sure, but sure. that is what parents do. Yeah, and you know, then watching it later as a parent, you get a little bit of that. You kind of understand some of that perspective. Um, but at the same time, you know, there's whether it was something he wanted to or not. Uh, Nemo had to break free and he had to kind of go out and start to discover on his own. And he had some troubles, he had some struggles, but in the end, they're more connected than ever. And he learned a lot. We've talked about this several times is this is why Pixar is, is incredible is because almost every single story, it's actually more centered around like an adult way, meaning, Hey, you're going to go out in the world. You're going to have problems. You're going to get lost. You're going to whatever, but then you're going to come back. It's like, that, that doesn't happen to a five-year-old kid. Like a kid just doesn't leave home and, you know, gets lost. you know, I mean, you know, it doesn't usually happen, but it's, it's funny how there's so many times where this is actually an adult theme, mm. but told in a kid way, which makes it really great. It's kind of a, it's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So a lot of good there. And then, you know, you get to finding Dory and again, being the sequel, not as you know remembered as the classic, maybe yeah, or the original, still good. Um, but still good. Production note on that: I have a production note for everything. <laughs> everything is Finding Nemo. That took them months of prep. Because have you ever seen? Um, if you ever watch behind the scenes, like with any animated movie, like they they kind of everything looks really rough. Like they're actually getting all the motions right before they actually fill in all the detail and everything. It took them months to figure out the underwater feel mm-hmm. because everything like moves and sways. Oh, yeah, it yeah, took yeah. them forever to figure that it didn't look right. Like this wow. is, it took them a long time to figure that out. I've, huh. I've, I've yeah. watched the whole that thing. Makes on sense. That. That, it, was, yeah. it was really cool. Cause like they never done like an yeah. underwater. Everything's different underwater. That's but, true. You know, and again, cool. Animation in and of itself. is just an insane oh, whole man. other ball game. Everything. I I've wish ever, I was good at that. Kind yeah, of I know. Right. It's, it's crazy. 
crazy. So Finding Nemo. Then next is The Incredibles. And then, of course, later comes Incredibles 2. Uh, and I do like The Incredibles movies. I like uh, the first one. Yeah. second one was not really my thing. Yeah, the second – I will say, and I'm, I'm not going to go into detail. The second one, they were trying to be a little more woke. I was you can just definitely gonna, tell. I was just going to say – and this wasn't the reason I didn't like it. I just didn't think the story was as good. It's like, oh, dad, stay at home. Mom's going to go out, and, which is nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But it was – it had a very – and this this is kind of crossing over into something a little bit more is sometimes you got to be careful with this and we, we know this happens. Is it's like, okay, they are totally playing to the adult audience right here on purpose. Yep, yep. Big time. It's yep. like, okay, the kids don't realize they're trying to push this thing, which is, you know, it's innocent, you know, to the kids' eyes. But it's like, oh, that's what they're actually trying to say right now. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah. Yeah. Why'd you have to put that in there? And I don't know. Yeah, so, you know, but in, in the, especially the original one, the first one, yeah. really, really good. Just cool to see that kind of Pixar take on superheroes. Sure. You know, so uh, moving on to Cars, and then there's Cars 2, there's Cars 3. I will be honest, I don't, I've, Cars 1 is great, Cars 2 and 3, meh. Dude, you know, I was if, actually just reading reviews. Car, Cars 1 is really good. Yeah. But two, 2 completely flopped. Yeah. And 3 was okay ish. Yeah. Actually, I personally think two was decent and three was horrible, but really? that's just my personal opinion. But first one was good. Yeah, I liked it. it's one of those things where they did they kind of got away from their roots, if you will, in two yeah. and and then a little bit in three. And well, because two is actually more about Mater. Like McQueen's hardly in it at all. Yeah, yeah, it was kind of. But but Cars one is good. You know, again, the, the great. Kind of lessons they're taught about ego, you know. Definitely. Obviously, yep, a lot there. The theme of that. Um, and uh, so, a lot of good. I think there's still a lot of good to get out of there. Uh, moving on to Ratatouille. Now, Ratatouille. I don't. It's just one of those. I've seen it. I just don't have a lot of it, thoughts about it because I've only seen it maybe once. And to me, it's just not super memorable. Ratatouille is very good. The quality is excellent. I mean, it's it's set in you know Paris. I mean, it's kind of got that romantic feel. It. It doesn't have – I kind of know what you mean. It, it doesn't have as of a strong – like what are you trying to tell me? Yeah. What am I trying to learn here? Obviously, I mean this kid, he kind of finds his place and the mouse does and it's kind of like, oh, you can be more. I I get that, but it's not a really punch you in the face kind of a theme or kind of story. It's just kind of like, oh, okay, it's nice. But yeah. I think yeah. I get what you well, mean Well, it's kind of like Pixar movies are known for having that moment. Yeah, and I can't think of that in Ratatouille. No, you know. No. And so uh, now, what are your thoughts? Because this is the next one. What are your thoughts about Wall E? <laughs> I'm gonna let you lead the way on this. Oh, one. dude, why did you have to do that? Yeah, I I saw Wall-E one time. Yeah, I, I would have been in high school. I think uh-huh. 2007. Yeah, oh, same here. I mean, I thought I was like, this was the biggest waste of my two hours yeah. ever. Like, I I don't remember. Well, there's no dialogue at all. I mean, it's just this. I mean, as far as I remember, there's there might be very. There's, I mean, there's a little, little bit, t- but I mean, it's mostly just this robot wandering through piles of junk. Yeah, I, I don't understand how that's a major picture. I don't know who said. And dude, people, okay, that people, would be that would be something where someone's like, yeah, um, scratch that, try something else. Like, I don't understand how that actually made it to the big. But there's a lot of people who rave about it. Okay, I, maybe I, I need to watch but this, it again. This, I think this comes down to something where it's like you got to understand the difference between cr- what the critics think and what people really think. Right. Oh, I don't okay. care what critics. This say. is funny. Just a few days ago, my wife and I, we were looking on Hulu or something. Oh, no, Amazon Prime. And uh, she wanted to watch this movie. I don't even know what it was. But she said, oh, it won all these awards and everything. I said, it's probably a horrible movie. Because like, most of the time, oh, if yeah. something wins a bunch oh, of yeah. awards, the audiences hate it. Yeah. But well, on the other side, movies that are like really, really great – as, as far as the audience li- likes them, yep. they don't really get any recognition. Yeah. I mean, not all the time. Well, I but. mean, that's a, to- that's a total tangent there. And I, all I'll say is, like, 
the Academy, the Oscars, all that. It's a joke. Oh, dude. I, I, it is an absolute. It has become, it has become so woke and it has it become is. so about inclusiveness and whatever. It's not about the story. It's not about quality of film anymore. No. Nope. It's about Hollywood saying, hey, look how much we love ourselves. Right. It is just, it is your, you, you know, like in the Hunger Games when you've got all the elite that everybody hates. Yep. That's what I think of when I, whenever, whenever I see the Oscars or whatever. There's got to be a meme about yeah. that. Now, that said, Pixar almost always wins an Oscar and they, they okay. earn it. Okay, tell me, I mean, think of, this is getting off topic a little bit. I know we got to wrap up here pretty soon. Give me, I'm trying to think of like some Oscars that were actually like, okay, that definitely deserved one. Gladiator. Okay. Gladiator. Yeah. I mean, Titanic, obviously. Yeah, Titanic. Um, um, probably the, the la- I'm trying to think of what would have been the last movie to win an Oscar that I would have actually, because here's, here's relevant. Kind of- did it win though? Well, no. Hold on. Okay, I just think of he just won the best. Uh, DiCaprio won. Okay, but the movie did. Okay, I can't. But here, here's kind of been the trend: mm-hmm. is over time, you they've still nominated the good ones, like the the ones that people actually watched. Yep. But now we're getting to the point where they they're not even getting nominated anymore. Wow. Um, and so. <laughs> Uh, like uh, anyway, so that is a whole side note. Maybe yeah. we can come back and address that in a later yeah. episode. But uh, so now moving on to, uh, of course, then the next one after Wally is Up. Up is a beautiful story, um, but it is one that I have I've only seen like one time. I uh, and I saw that late like high school or maybe uh, probably college at that time. Yeah. I mean, I don't remember too much about it. I mean, I pretty much remember that old man in balloons. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like it, I think it's a good story. I think, but I just. I think I saw it like one time. Yeah. I don't know much about it. I really don't. Yeah, and, and a lot of people like it, and I, I think it's, there's a lot of uh, sweet, like sweet elements to it, if you will. You okay. know, the husband, the wife, and then she dies, and and all and things. So, you know, uh, but at the, uh, I just can't speak to it a lot because it has been a while since I've seen it. So then you've got, you know, I'm, I'm, again, I'm skipping some of the sequels. The next kind of original one is Brave. Uh, Brave should have just been a Disney animated movie. Never saw it. It should have not been a pick. I saw it for the first time. Just a few months ago. Oh, really? Because okay. uh, again, kind of watching through some of these with with my daughter. Yep. And um, it, it it just it should have been a Disney. It should have been just a Disney princess movie because it's she's kind of a Disney princess. Right. Uh, and it didn't feel. It just didn't feel like Pixar. It felt more like Disney. Now most people it might felt not, more like a Tangled feel or maybe uh, maybe. Throat. Now there's there's a little bit of the Pixar. It's unique. It's got a unique you know thing, and I'm not going to give away the story. But at the end of the day, I think it's definitely one of the well, well, lower on the list the ones. Thing is, I think the biggest difference. I mean, to me, this is just me, my personal opinion. The, the biggest difference between Pixar and like a Disney animated movie is Pixar is things that aren't people like cars mm-hmm. or like, literally mm-hmm. cars or mm-hmm. toys or mm-hmm. you know it's like okay something comes to life that isn't yeah. normally usually they're taking a a something that inanimate is, object and yeah, make, an inanimate object or something that is not personified and they're personifying it yes. you know that's, 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 that's what it, i think of when yes. i think of pixar it's like yeah. oh this is a like monsters and monsters university yeah. okay hey we're going to give them personality we're going to you know right and yeah this was more about and there some would argue there's some magic and some things in it you know it's kind of mm. like based in Scotland and whatever. It's okay. it's interesting. Okay. But it's not, you know, not not something I would rewatch. So then next, of course, we got Monster University, but we can talk about the monsters. Now, next is Inside Out. Oh, I'm going to let you take this one for a few minutes. I love Inside Out. In fact, I it might be it's one of my favorite kids movies. I don't know if I want to say it's my favorite Pixar movie just because there's so many classics like Toy Story and, sure. and whatnot, but 
Inside Out is amazing. This is definitely probably the deepest, like, I had to think during this movie. Like, most Pixar is Which like, I love movies like that. I know you do. I know you do. It is the most original uh, kind of angle that they've ever taken. So okay. if, if for those who haven't seen it, basically they're taking the the emotions of a child and they are they are you're literally going inside of this little little girl's head and they're personifying those emotions they all you know those are the your character so they have i mean literally they have joy and sadness mm-hmm. and anger i mean that's the names of these characters yeah. Yeah, yeah. and it is i mean i like to call it the Inception for kids, because oh, if you've yeah. ever seen Inception, we'll get there later as well. Uh, it is it just explains the mind and mental mm-hmm. mental health and emotional thing. It, it explains it really well for children, in my opinion, and for anybody, anybody who you know, because a lot of times when it comes to your mental, your psychological, you know, health, people don't really think about it. It's something I was going to say. Yeah, I was going to say something, anything of the mental health, it's becoming more and more prevalent. It's there's Mm. more and more books about it, more and more people are talking about it, podcasts Mm -hmm. about it. It's kind of those things. Oh, yeah. It it sounds cheesy in the moment. Oh, your mental health. That's kind of weird. But it's actually a huge thing. Yeah, it is. Because it's one of those things that a lot of uh over the years, it's kind of gotten a bad rap because when you say mental health, you think, well, you must be a psycho. Of course. You know? yeah. uh, but no, they, it does a good job of helping children, but really anyone understand you know, the concept of mental and emotion and your emotions, what all that means, how it, how it plays out. And, and really, not to spoil it, but hey, it's been out since 2015. You've had your time to see it. Right. Uh, really, in the end, the point is that the the Joy character, she keeps trying to basically – silence the sadness character and this girl you know her family's relocated across the country she's she's and she you know the idea is that she's just trying to like say hey you know squish down those sad feelings like i'm good and then in the end joy realizes oh i gotta step aside and just lets that girl basically lose it and she's sad and sadness steps in and you see the value of all the emotions. Yeah, sure. And, sure. and anyway, so I, I mean, I watched this with... I want to cry right now. <laughs> I know. Seriously. It really is. I, I watched this one with my daughter. Uh, it was about six months ago or so, you know? And, yeah. and I mean, Brooklyn, you could tell. I mean, it's this is making... A four-year-old girl. A, well, a th- three-year-old, you three-year-old, know, three-year-old yeah. at the time. But I mean, you can, you can tell she was into it. She had moments where she... <laughs> She was crying, yeah. you know. Isn't it? Isn't it funny how you just said in the movie how that Joey just lets sadness just go, yeah. and just kind of lets it out. And it's just funny how you can like you know say you're feeling sad or whatever. We've all been there. We've all cried about something or you know whatever it is. Is you can just like oh I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. And then when you have that mental breakdown. You just have to have it, and that's like, okay, now I actually really am good. Yeah, you know, it's just kind of yeah. like that. Like I had to let all that go, and then it's like, okay, restart. Yeah, we're good. You know. Yeah. But. So Inside Out definitely one of it's up there. It is definitely. I didn't really know that about Inside Out. Yeah, I love, I love that one. one. I I've only seen it, and I, the first time I'd ever seen it was like I said just about six months ago when I watched it with Brooklyn, and I kind of want to rewatch it. Yeah, now. no, it's I, I really do. I, it's really good. So, uh, yeah, now. Moving on. The good time, dinosaur. Let's not even talk about it. No, nope, pass uh, it up. It's, I've seen it. Not, not worth discussing. It's okay. Check it out. Two but hours. I'm, I'm not getting back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's harsh. Yeah, uh, of course, in, you know, and now moving on. Here's Finding Dory. There's Cars 3. Now moving on. Coco. Now, confession. Never seen it. I have. So, Coco is one of those ones. 
and so you're gonna have to take the lead here. But I know that Coco is one of those movies that gets a lot of it gets a lot of props for originality, for creativity, for the thing. But I have never seen it. And to be honest with you. I understand what they're trying to do. They're trying to do maybe the same thing they did with monsters, and they're trying to make maybe death not so scary. It's just a little weird for me, which is why it I've is, never taken that is. step to watch it with my daughter. Yeah, it's I, I wouldn't. Um, it it does two things, and you know, just you know, I'm just going to say it. It obviously plays to the Hispanic world, the Hispanic yeah. culture. Mm-hmm. Uh, nothing wrong with that, obviously, but it. And I, I don't know too much about it, but I think I think down in like those countries, like there's actually like a Day of the Dead and these holiday, the yep. yeah, yeah. That's and what it's all about. It's it about is. That day they, of the dead. they they play to that, and they really do. It's like it's just like this big party, and there's skeletons everywhere, and it's it was kind of like this. This isn't, and obviously I'm look I'm looking at it from a, a Christian perspective, yeah, obviously. Yeah. But even even put that aside. It's like it's just very strange. It hmm. it really it makes it like oh death and evil is it's not that it's evil. It's just it very man. I'm getting all. I just don't know how to explain it. It just makes it like flowery hmm. and like very artistic. And it's like this, yeah. this is not right at all. Which this I is, think is I think that's the intention of that I, holiday. I think so too. Um, and whatever. I'm not, I don't want to I don't want to uh, dive into the cultural differences there because I fully I really don't understand it. So you know because I, I, I have talked to one Hispanic guy that I knew that he kind of talked about the value of it and whatever and it seems creepy but it's not and maybe and again I am kind of coming from a place of ignorance here because I've not studied out and I've actually never seen the movie. Right. Uh, but to me it's just it's, uh, okay like you said it's it's one thing to like i said most things have an adult uh theme i guess but like mm-hmm. this is too much yeah this this is hmm. not a, i would not want my child to watch this really? it's it's kind of disturbing in a way like all these okay kind of like a, of course not that dancing is horrible like these just these weird musical numbers and yeah. they kind of just like dive into like this we're kind of in this weird fast track it's just kind of very strange well and then there there is the thing you know talk about coming from a faith perspective you know from obviously it is it doesn't line up with the uh the, the christian worldview no, you know of the afterlife and, and whatnot <laughs> and so you know that's that's i can see how that can be maybe challenging so um okay now then they had incredibles 2 i've already kind of touched on that toy story 4 which uh, i did love toy story 4 i really did um, um not okay. to jump. we've spent a lot of time on toy story i don't want to get back into it too much but right uh, you know i was kind of expecting Okay, really? A Toy Story 4? Dude, but it's, it was it's good. good. It was, the ending, man. <sighs> gets you. And it, again, the, 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 those the, Pixar I, I, moments. I think, I think we're thinking of the last couple lines there. Yep. It's just like, yep. oh, that's what yeah. it means. I, I mean, guess. again, that was good. I, I mean, it's one of those things like, I, I kind of, oh, spoiler alert, but it's 2019. Again, it's been two years. You had a chance to see this. Right. Uh, but yeah, I mean, basically, you see the uh, you see Woody and Buzz, man. They part ways. And it's, yeah. it's, a, it's pretty powerful. Well, you know? I, I was even thinking more of the way of. Um, when Woody, I'm trying to think of how I'm going to slaughter the last couple lines there, but I think Buzz says she'll be okay. Yep, talk about Bonnie. Yeah, yeah, the yeah that's girl. what it's like. Yeah. Oh, he's talking about Bo Peep. It's like no, he's he's talking about Bonnie. Yeah. Like, like Woody, yeah. like it's okay. She'll that be fine. That whole moment, right? Yeah, there. like it's like, oh, dude, like that's what he means. Like yeah. that was what really got yeah, me. It's it's so. really good. So, Toy Story Four. Now, onward, onward. 
I started and did not finish, just yeah, to be honest. You're going to have to take lead on that. I've um, not seen that so one. So I don't think there's a lot to say about this. I liked it. I liked it. It's, it's kind of this, you know, wizard magic, you know, like. Well, is kinda, this? It's almost, it's a little bit kind of what makes me think about if Lord of the Rings was a cartoon okay. in terms of the environment. Is this a similar story? Like, does it have something to do? Like, he's got to find his dad who's not around anymore Yeah, or so his dad died, but he left like this. But he was, they're, they're all like wizards and stuff. So he left. Okay. Couple, uh, so maybe not, maybe not. Maybe more like if Harry Potter was animated. You okay. know? So, anyways, and they kind of he kind of leaves this way behind to have this spell to bring him back, and it doesn't work. And they've got that's where it ended for me. Okay. But th- yet they're also they're 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 modernizing this idea, like they've got you know characters that play cops and that whatever. So it's kind of like they've created this modern world inside of this. Okay. Like a wizard Harry Potter Lord of the Rings environment. I mean, that guy drives a van. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it's, it, of course, it's Chris Pratt. I, I yeah, love Chris I, Pratt. I'm a big fan um, of Chris Pratt. And, uh, and Tom Holland's the other. And he's, you know, he's Spider-Man now. I like him too. Yeah. Um, those are the two main kind of characters. So anyways, I don't have a lot to say. But the only thing that I did kind of observe and what I did see of it was it seemed again like one of those movies that would have i it didn't seem as pixarish to me as it did disneyish if okay, you will okay. which i know for most people there that's the same thing yeah the only thing that concerns me there is that you know obviously disney owns pixar they have full control of everything they do sure uh, and even when disney makes their own you know like frozen and these other their standalone animated movies they're tapping into the resources of pixar there of you course know uh and so the only thing that concerns me when i see a movie like onward or like I said, going back to even brave is okay is this the future of disney to slowly you know merge pixar and disney animation together and mm-hmm. you know I, I would hate i would hate to see that because it's not the it's not what got your attention about Pixar was the animation. Yeah. But what kept you was the originality and creativity of the stories and the yeah, characters. Of course. So I don't know. That's probably mm-hmm. not a genuine concern at this yeah. point. But now let's talk about Soul. Yeah, finish up with Soul. Because Soul he, is the, I have not we seen can't this. comment on Luca because at this point it hasn't at the time of recording it hasn't come out. Right. So uh you know, we might do a follow up on that later. But I I we've already talked about Soul a little bit in one of our earlier episodes. We have, yeah. I, I really did love Soul. Um, okay. again. So I like Soul. Because they took some of that that deep, you know, um, kind of uh, otherworldly concept from Inside Out. Okay. And they kind of brought it into explaining. And again, if you have a Christian worldview, it doesn't line up with your view of, you know, eternity and the afterlife. I get that. But basically, the idea is that there is the great, you know, you've heard the term the great beyond. Mm-hmm. Well, they come up with this thing and say, what about the great before? So this is before anyone's ever born, there's little souls that are being shaped, that are being molded, and they're being given personality. And when you're, when you're born, those souls are sent to earth and, and they, you know, and and that's when you come to physical life. Right. And first of all, that is the most pro-life message I could ever think of. I mean, if you want to argue that, that, that life doesn't begin, that life doesn't begin until the moment you are birthed, well, then why in the world would, would you give this idea that the souls of people are being formed? I mean, it's very biblical. Yeah. You know? You think they tried to do that? They that, can't. They're Disney. There's no way. Okay. There's, yeah. there's no way that's the message they were trying to convey. No, I guess not. Um, but it is. So that, that is amazing. That yeah. part of it. And then the end of it is – so the idea is there's this guy 
and he's he's it's very musical. They got a lot of jazz. Jamie, I, I Jamie figured, Fox. I figured soul. I was like, yeah, it's, yeah. It's Jamie Fox voices the main character. Okay, and don't then, don't give everything away because I actually want to watch no, this. I, I, I do. But anyway, so so he's kind of like uh, he's your typical. We're here in Nashville, so we know all about this. Like oh, he's sure. your your your. Musician, he's trying to make it big, but it's not happening. All he's, ever, all he's ever done is teach music, okay. you know. And basically, the big moment at the end is where he kind of has this out of body experience and realizes that even though he hasn't made it big, he has impacted lives in his teaching. Sure, and it, it's just it's very very powerful. I need to watch so it. So you do need to watch it. I love Soul, and just because I don't want to spoil it for you, I'm not going to keep on going uh, into it. it but Soul was definitely one of my it's it's one of my favorites. It's up there. Okay. Um, and so again, we can't comment on Luca because uh, at this time haven't seen it. I've seen the trailer. Looks interesting. Um, it's I know it's on Disney Plus, and I don't think you have to pay any extra to watch it if you have a Disney Plus subscription. So uh, hopefully it's good. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully, Enrico Casarosa, the uh, director. Hopefully, he did a good job with it. I'm sure. Uh, but uh, <laughs> but anyways, well, this has been really good talking about yeah, Pixar. And next uh, and then and next week, we're talking. We're, we're going. We're going in, man. I'm looking for this. <laughs> is, one. is it Marvel next week? We're going into Marvel, okay, man. I love. <laughs> I love the Marvel. The Marvel universe. I've really grown to love it. So I'm looking forward to that. So uh, both. Thanks for being with us, and uh, we'll talk again soon. Thanks again for joining us for this episode of Connection Culture. If you haven't yet, please take a moment to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you're listening to podcasts, or even on YouTube. Connection Culture is a production of the Must Increase Network. The show is edited and produced by Bo Snyder. Executive producer and host is myself, Luke Clayton. And if you want to help this content gets seen by others, then the biggest thing you can do is to simply like it on Facebook or YouTube and share it with your friends to help it get seen by others like you. After all, it's going to be so much more fulfilling when you get behind uh, the content you believe in, when you share, when you let others know, when you contribute in that way, because it is so much more fulfilling to be a creative contributor than to simply be a mindless, constant consumer. I'll see you next time right here on Connection Culture.